It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. You guys know what this a is? No. Sex toy? <laughs> what up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry? Motherfucking D. What is up, Craig? Do you know what you're looking at right now? A massager? I don't want to know what I'm looking at. You don't want to know? No. This, remember the white elephant party? This yeah. was my backup gift. It is a head massager. Oh, a head massager. What head? Whatever head you fucking want, Blandy. And look at this. Good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. Remember, leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you listen to the show. For Hard Knicks Life merch, go to hardknickslife.threadless.com and check out our YouTube channel. Link in the description below. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that helps our teammates up when they fall down. Unlike Julius. Because we do help Blandy up every week when he falls down during the news, Barry, right? We, no, we try. We try, even when it's a disaster. But he falls down, I'm and we do pick him up. what they want to hear. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, play voicemail number one. Oh, yeah, so, uh, this message is for Blandy. I'd love to disguise my voice a little bit here, because I'm afraid of, uh, what do you call it, retribution? Payback from him? I mean, the news. Blandy, come on it. Brandy for a reason. It sucks. It's awful. You're fucking monotone. You need to do more. Okay? You need to be exciting. You need to give us the highs, the lows. I mean, this news sucks. Come on, man. Watch some news. Get some ideas. Craft the condo. You know what I'm saying, bitch? Come on. That's that's you, right? <laughs> me? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to assume that that, that was you. You think I need to disguise my fucking voice <laughs> to talk to that you That was like a real that? submission? Yes. <laughs> Why change your voice? Is it Ralph? I bet you Why it's Ralph. Why change your voice Get and call Blandy a bitch? Ralph. Be a man or a woman or whoever you are and call Blandy a bitch to his face. He can't do anything about it. He's in... Look, he's here. I'm in my little cubicle Could you here. be... You're going to disguise your voice? Come on. It's not right. What are you going to do? Now you sound like Mitchell Robinson. You know, he sucks too at the free throw line. He just says, fuck it, right? Now you sound like him. It is what it is. I love Mitch, by the way, right? We know. For for days now, he's been tweeting out, he wants positive vibes, positive energy at the Garden. Talks about how great the fans are. Weird timing for those tweets, right? With all Mm -hmm. the Julius shit going on. And then Mitch, who's always got like real obscure tweets happening, or Instagram posts, post some very clear stuff about how much he thinks Knicks, the Knicks players need to appreciate playing at MSG right now. Yeah, it was a very positive vibe. Was, and like you said, it was kind of out of nowhere. Kind of weird, right? afraid of being moved? <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was odd for Mitch, but I think, I think all Knicks fans appreciate it. Guys, betonline.ag. There might be less football being played, but Bet Online has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And with the new year comes a new updated desktop and mobile website. It's always new, guys. They're always making it better. Sign up today and get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V to get started. And it's not just football. Bet Online's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. Guys, tonight, back in the win column, we beat the Sacramento Kings at home. Whoop de fucking do. All right. Without the Aaron Fox. One of the worst teams in the league. Many people would say we're maybe one of the worst teams in the league. We blew them out. We'll talk about it. 
But today, I want to focus a little bit on this, all right? 51 games into this season, 24 wins, 27 losses. And this front office is about to make the biggest decision it has ever had to make. Heading into the trade deadline, it's coming up very soon. Are we going to go with Julius Randle? Are we going to build around Julius? Are we going to trade young players, future draft picks to build or continue to build this roster around him? Or are we going to move away from Julius? Is the front office going to realize that maybe it made a mistake this offseason? Are we going to trade him while there's even a little value left in him and add to the young guys on this team or just find a new veteran to replace him to lead this team? Or are we going to stick with what we have the rest of the way? All right, not, not make any drastic decisions. Barry, I want to know what you have to think. But after we play these voicemails, Blandy. Dr. Dickey here. I was just looking through the past 10 games of the Knicks, and we are struggling so bad. But if you look at our four wins in the last 10, all four of them, Barrett was our leading scorer. I am so ready to move on from Randall. He's not available to the media because they're too scared that he's going to say, fuck you fans again and shit like that. He's not looked great this season physically and then mentally. He just doesn't seem locked in like he was last year. I'm so over Randall right now. I know I called in a couple days ago talking about I'll trade Randall. I'm serious. This is, this is fucking sad. All right. This is Murray and Quimby from the beautiful East Bay, California. There was this one point in the game the other night where uh, Obi falls down and Randall's like right behind him. And you see Randall turn back, looks, sees him on the ground. But does he come over? Does he lend a hand, help him up like a good teammate or any freaking decent teammate would do? No. You can see he clearly looks at him and then just looks away. I mean, so, I mean, like, fuck this guy. So is, he, is it because he's just a shitty teammate, doesn't give a fuck? Or is it because he's so sensitive? that people chant Obi to get him in the game, you know, and that he's threatened by that. I mean, and then I heard that in in the Miami game that he got a player toss, uh, I mean, a, a fan toss for, for heckling him about his plus minus. Like, I mean, about his plus minus, like what? Like, I get people, I get, get the heckler talking, they're talking shit about your, your mama or whatever calling your names or, but like, if they're heckling, I mean, that can't be true. I gotta, we gotta get that fact checked. Because that can't be true. That's ridiculous. But I mean, something's got to happen here because now we got Van Gundy, and you know Van, you know when when Jeff Van Gundy is talking, that you know Fibs has got to be listening to this man. He's got to be hearing this shit. So I mean, something's got to happen. There's got to be there's got to be a trade. We got to get rid of Randall because he's he's just a fucking bum of all bums. We don't need that shit. Fucking nine points. I mean, it's just time. This, I don't know what happened to him, man, but it's clearly like. I'm not even being funny. It's like he's got some fucking psychological issues or some shit. He needs to fucking take a little getaway. He needs to go wherever um, Derek Rose went fucking five years ago, wherever that was, and get his fucking head together. He needs to hang out with fucking Kyrie Irving and uh, Soul Search. But uh, I don't know. But but, but we got to get rid of him. Anyway, that's it. It's a hard Nick Guys, Julius Randle against the Kings, 17 points, 7 of 14 from the field, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, 4 turnovers, plus 10 in the game. Was that game. enough? Was that enough against the Kings to make you say, Julius Randle is our savior again? <laughs> or is it too late? Is it too late in this season for him to turn this around? Barry? I don't think so. I, I don't think it's too late either. I, look, I've been back and forth. On Julius Randle, all right. I, I'm obviously one game isn't going to turn it around for me, but and I do believe that there is something going on in his head. Um, there was a bad look, the Obi thing, you know, Ooh. very bad optics <laughs> with that. What was that? Did he? He looked. He looked frustrated with Obi. He, he looked at him and he hesitated, like he was gonna. Go there. He was the closest guy to him when he walked away. Yeah, no, it was definitely is that not a good look at that because they were like point. battling for a rebound there, right? And. And I, I think the, the opposition th th was hit it out of bounds, but then Obi touched it right before it went out of bounds. Was he, was he frustrated yeah. that he touched it there? 
And then he there shook was his head and just frustration. walked away. There was frustration, but I don't know necessarily there was frustration at Obi, and that's why I didn't help him up. I think he's frustrated. And I think that, again, leads to where his head has been at lately. The Miami game thing where he got the fan kicked out, I have no issue with that. I mean, the guy's a row away from him shouting shit at him. Whether or not he technically cursed him or not, I, don't bl- I heard that guy call into uh, cart- the Carton show or whatever uh, – with Evan Roberts. What did he say? I thought he was just yelling shit about his plus minus. Supposedly. to it? Supposedly, but I mean, I don't, I don't believe a, a punk like that, that that's going to do that to Randall that game, get a warning, and then again, do it again. Because I don't believe what he has to say. And, and even if he did just shout plus minus, it's still annoying to the player. It's rude. You were warned, and he did it again. Come I have on, no problem Barry. with Randall doing that. Come Randall's on. trying to was just screaming the game. Plus minus. Randall's got to deal with this shit in Miami too. He's dealing Barry. with it from his from his Barry. fans in yeah, New York. Yeah, you already. deal with it wherever. You can't get fans tossed. Out. You get a fan tossed out if they talk shit about Listen, you, like he said about Carmelo, your mom. They say Carmelo, something racist. Carmelo or whatever. Carmelo just had somebody tossed out the other day for for constantly referring to him as uh, boy, boy during yeah. the game. Yeah. So yeah. like, and I'm, that's okay. That, that you like, should get thrown out for that. But if somebody says something about his plus minus. It's like, dude, your plus minus has sucked. Suck it up. Dude, I'm sure that he was egging him on, egging him on. And again, he was warned. And then he still had to open his mouth? Please. I got. I have no problem with that. As far as Randall's effort level, because that's, I think, by and large, what everybody's pissed off about, right? Is that, you know, we can deal with, you know, your efficiency numbers going down, but we want to see you hustle. That Milwaukee game. I watched the first half. That was the game that started at 10 o'clock at night. I was exhausted. I bet a lot of people shut it off at halftime or whatever. Why? But why, did, why are they starting a game in Milwaukee at 10 o'clock at night? I think it ha- happened to do because of the, the national schedule. They wanted to get that game in, and they started it later than they normally would have. So I watched the first half. I didn't watch the second half. I plan on watching it the next day. Meanwhile, I go onto Twitter. I'm seeing everybody knocking Randall. I'm seeing all the clips, the clip they just pointed out about Obi. I'm seeing, I don't know if it was Tommy D. Somebody wrote this huge sub stack showing clip after clip of him not hustling was, back. Was it Isn't him that, or was it? Yeah, I think that's who it was. Or Tom Bre- Tommy Breer? One, one of, the, of the Tommies. Yeah. Okay. Not Tommy D. So, he went through and everybody's talking, bashing Randall. And I'm like, man, you know, this looks horrible. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking he's going to get crucified when he gets home to the garden. So I finally get around to watching that second half. And now I'm like really cued into Randall, you know, because I want to see this. I didn't see lack of effort in that second half. I think you want to see what you want to see. I saw him running through screens on defense. I saw him hustling on the offensive end to get in battle for position and get to where he needed to be on the floor. I didn't see any of that. So again, that's why it's like I'm back and forth on him. I don't know if he's... I, I know he's trying to figure it out. Again, he's trying to adjust to a new role in this team. Let me ask you I a question have about an what issue. you just said. If, look, before you say that, because you asked before about is this enough, you know, scoring yeah. 17 points against this Kings team. If they get a W and other people are performing and he's contributing in a positive way, which he did, and he was efficient, that is enough for okay, me. Okay, but is it enough? Let's look at it a different way. It's That sounds like it's enough to keep him on the team. But is it enough for you? Maybe keep him on the team. But is it enough for him to be the fucking guy here? The guy that we're going to build the entire team around? The guy that, Not, with that, the, that with that purpose, why we signed him to that contract in the offseason? The front office was viewing him after last year as like a, you know, top 20 NBA player, right? Or or, or do we need to build, build the, the team differently now thinking, oh, he's our number three. He's going to be our number three. Should the offense run through him anymore? Should it be run through Barrett? You know, like we're talking about, we're, we're what? We're arguing about effort level? Like that's, <laughs> he just well, needs to look, show some effort thing. for us to just get rid of young guys and give him like De'Aaron Fox or whoever we want to try to get him to pair him with so that we can just eke into the playoffs this season and be a, a, a mid NBA team. Do we want to give up picks and play and young players for that? Is he the fucking guy? Effort level and attitude is going to have to be a part of it because, again, if he's contributing in a positive way and yet it's not these superstar numbers, if he changes his attitude and gets back to being a leader and a positive, you know, um, enforcement type of guy around the, you know, with the players around him, then yeah, I think he is valuable. But if he's doing these, you know, subpar numbers, somewhat contributing, but he's got the same crappy attitude that he's had, then no then he shouldn't be around this team because we need positivity, especially for this young group. And, you know, we see how they, how energetic they are and how well they play, you know, when things are rolling for them. And to have him kind of weighing them down, 
that's not going to work. I, I I do believe that it's that there's time that it can be turned around. But I also wouldn't fault the front office for making a move to get him out of here if they think that this isn't going away and he's going to be a cancer the rest of the season. Will you take subpar numbers with maximum effort and not that many wins? Uh, well, it depends how subpar. I mean, if we're talking like this, if like he's right averaging now, between, what he's doing now, if he's averaging okay like 17, a, 17, let's say 17 and a nine, game, and he's getting four or five assists a game, yeah, I can deal with that. I, I, I can. I as mean, as long as because, he's showing some positive, he's ha- he's got a positive attitude and he's showing the giving the effort. Yes, because I believe that RJ is on a trajectory that he's going to get better, and you know, if he kind of fills that role and becomes the number one on this team, the consistent number one on this team, I think it's fine. If Fournier continues consistent play, I think we're fine. And, you know, we know who we're waiting for to come back on this team. Who did we say all along, the first two months of the season, when we were evaluating this team, who did we say was the best player on this team? We all agreed it was Derrick Rose. So you're telling me the Knicks don't have the guy who was their best player the first two months of the season on their team right now. He's going to be coming back in three or four weeks. So it, it it can be righted. You know, this team can get a foot forward. I know we're head, you know heading into a, a, a stretch of eight games that are, that are going to be really difficult. And it, it's hard to see a silver lining on this. But, I mean, they're not completely stuck in the woods yet. Am I too optimistic? Are you too optimistic? Uh, no, I just don't think there's a lot of time to figure this out. <laughs> they're up against so the wall. Game fifty-one. So what are, what are there? Thirty-one left. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they if yeah. the front office wants to make a decision as far as this season and, and how to progress through this season, they have to make one by the trade deadline, right? So they yeah. Got a week and a half. Or you just yeah, that's what I said. Like you've got February three options. Officially February. Blandy, what do you do? Do you do you stick it through with what you have? Do you try to improve around Julius to try and better well, our team right general, now, or are we going to build for the future? I think they definitively have to try and get better. I don't think Julius is going anywhere, though. I think he's sticking I really around. Don't. I mean, because you don't think they can get anything for him. I don't. I think a his trade value is probably not so great, which is what I said last week. And I, I mean, he was so good last year. They gave him all that money. Everybody loved him. I, I get it. He's it's it's been one bad optic after another. I'm not ready to give up. But you know what? If he's not scoring 24 a night. If he's giving you 17, 18, and nine boards and five assists, what's wrong with that? With RJ doing better, with Fournier, you know, playing well, with Derrick Rose coming back, you're getting points off the bench from Grimes and from Obi. You know, you got Cam Reddish pass. Like, you don't need him to score 24 points a game like you did last year. What offense did we have besides him and RJ last year? There was not much. And then you got Quickly, you got Burks. You don't need him to score 24 points a game. So if he's doing 18, 9, and 5, and you're seeing better hustle from him and better attitude, I don't see why we need to give up on him. just doesn't make sense. I agree. But he would need to turn around his attitude for... How can you turn around your attitude in like a week or two? You can for a week or two, but you don't know if it's going to sustain the rest of the season. And you might have Randall's shit attitude after the trade deadline for the rest of the fucking year. So you have to like decide because it's going to, his attitude affects the entire team. Right. And the biggest effect on his attitude is wins, right? I mean, you saw it tonight. They they were kicking the, they were kicking the crap out of the, out of the Kings. He was smiling on the bench. Of course. You know? He's got a great attitude when he, when he's playing well and the Knicks are winning, he's got a great attitude. He was, and that's I mean, why have, he had a great attitude seen last him? season. When was the last time, I mean, forget about the last time you saw him in a presser, but when was the last time you saw him in a presser so loosey-goosey, you know? He, he wasn't stressed out and like, you know, so ultra defensive again, because they're winning. That's his fucking, that's his problem though. He can't only have that attitude when he's playing well and they're playing well. That's right. what and he this has. this stretch of games is going to be probably the toughest part of the season. It's going to be the hardest part for him to turn around that attitude, you know, if they lose games. Which, yeah, and the more they're losing, it seems the worse it gets. It just snowballs and snowballs. Right. I, I don't know what they should do. I can't, Base the next, like if he has a great attitude for the next week, I can't just say, oh, keep him. He's changed. A changed man. You know, my my main problem is not whether we should keep him or trade him. I'm afraid of the front office going all in on Julius and being like, okay, well, we're going to trade 
RJ or Obi or, or quickly or a, a pair of guys to give him someone to give him another veteran that he plays better with than Fournier or Kemba. And then it ends up fucking us because we realize that Julius is the guy that we've seen all the season. And he's got a shitty attitude and his numbers are subpar. Well, and then I, we I, paired him with a vet and we got rid of some of our young guys. And then it's gonna, it's gonna screw us for a long time. Well, I think if, if, if they think that, if they go all in on him, thinking like he's the—I mean, even when he was playing well, I mean, did any of us really think he was the true number one? So if at this point, after the season he's having now, they think that he is, and they go all in on that, then we have more problems than that because the front office then is clearly not paying attention. Right, so look, and I don't that, think that's you bad. can. I don't think you can go into this, you know, next ten days, right? What we have left in this, you know, against the trade deadline, and know with certainty we have to move him. Or we have to keep him. You got to kick the tires. You got to see what's available. And then you got to weigh the options at that point. You can't be all in or all out. Because, again, if it's going to set your team back, you know, and it may make more sense to hold on to him if there was nothing out there for him. And then see what happens at the end of the season. See what happens in the offseason. You know, see what happens next season. You may have to do that. You can't, you can't waste Randall and his value and I know his play is down, but there's still value there. And it's not a crazy, crazy contract that the Knicks gave him either. You know, for him having a bad few months, it's still movable. You may have to wait and see if you don't get what you want. So I don't I don't think it's so cut and dry, like, oh, they got to get him out of here no matter what. No, you got to see what you can get for him and see if it's worth it. And if there is something there, then, then nobody's going to fault you for making that move if it's, if it's a good move on paper. Since Barry brought up Derek Rose... Let's let the Dworkins take over the show right now. Glandy, oh, play the second to last voicemail. We're going to bump Trey up. Hi, it's Trey, Barry's son. And I wanted to talk about Derek Rose. Um, but I wanted to know, when is he coming back? Because I have been waiting for him for a really long time. And we're sinking because he is not actually in the game. So, when is he coming back? <laughs> that ankle surgery is practically gone. He practices with the Knicks. Well, he should be really just playing in these games. Oh, my God. He just, he should just be playing in those games. That's all I need to say. Thank you. It's the hardest place. <laughs> Goodbye. I, I guess, well, I guess Trey didn't hear that Derek Rose said he's planning on coming back right after the right. All-Star good, break. There's good news, Trey. He's, he's yes. nearing a return after the All-Star break. Um, guys, should Derrick Rose start when he comes back or come off the bench? No, I know that what? I know before he was coming off the bench, right? And everyone said that's where he plays best. He gels with the bench well. But since he's been gone, IQ's been playing well. The bench has been starting to play well again. Burks is contributing off the bench, at least against the Kings. Toppin is without Derrick Rose. Quickly is without Rose. We know what Kemba's been doing in the starting lineup. Honestly, I think you fucking put him in the starting lineup. Kick Kemba to the to fucking ease him back curb. In? You're, they're no, gonna have to ease I don't. Him back in. He's, dude, our point guard situation fucking <laughs> blows. And we I have got Derek Rose coming <laughs> back, no dude. Way. We there, do not no need him. Do Kemba's going to be gone at the trade deadline. And Derek Rose is going to be the starting point guard. And if he isn't, well, fuck Thibodeau. Then he doesn't know what he's doing. I got I don't Barry like and Blandy both no, disagreeing with me. I don't, you both want to come off the bench. On the, let's just Blandy keep starting. Let's just keep here. starting shitty point guards night in and night out. They're it's working out that. really fucking well. He's They're not going to do that. Surgery. He's he's coming back from ankle surgery. Fine. Okay. Don't. Let's not talk running. about the first game. Three games back. You don't think they should be starting Derrick Rose? No. Let's get away I, I from want, easing him back in. That's an easy argument for you. I want the quickly Rose backcourt back. Okay, I want Rose in that second lineup with Kemba that group in the running that offense, lineup? being the main focus of the bench unit. That's Kemba where Walker I want against Rose. the Kings tonight. Our starting point guard, zero no points, points. Yeah. one assist. Craig for our starting fucking point guard against one of the worst teams in the NBA. I understand. Zero points again. and one assist. When Rose zero is playing, zero points and one assist. <laughs> you done? 
Zero fucking points. Barry. I understand that. Zero points. Yes. When Rose was coming off the bench earlier this season, every game, he was still getting between 25 and 35 minutes a game. That's off the bench. He's still going to be in there. <laughs> they can pull Kemba after four minutes, five minutes. He's going to be the what first man the out of the bench. What is the fucking point? That's because in your head. Rose has to come minutes. off the bench to be effective. No, but I think he's going to play better there with that group. And we've seen it before. And the other guys around there are successful. The first two months of the season, all we were, we were praising the bench. And he was a huge part of it. He was the main reason for it. The guys play better around him. And again, he's the number one option in that group. You throw him in the, in, in the starting lineup. Now he's competing with Randall for usage. He's competing with RJ for usage. He's best suited there. He'll get his, he'll get his minutes and his time with that first group. Because I bet you he'll be the first one subbed in. So he'll be able to play with both. But the bulk of his minutes will be where it should be, which is with that second unit. You know who will play better with Derrick Rose starting? RJ. Who plays horribly with Kemba and Julius out there. I'm sorry, the uh, the starting lineup is not playing well enough to just let it keep going like this. And I think the bench has been performing well without Derrick. The starting lineup continues to struggle night in and night out. And Kemba, I'm sorry, Kemba does nothing out there. And I think that they need they need someone to run the offense through. And, it, you know, we're sort of like in between Julius versus RJ right now. I think Derek being that guy and making those decisions would be huge for us. Maybe not the first game because we know what Thibodeau is like, but Blandy agrees with Barry. Yeah, I I'm just I don't you, see Thibodeau splitting up the rules. Don't talk about Thibodeau. I know, you, I know you want to be right, but what, what, what's the best for this team? Well, first of all, what happens? I mean, is to Kemba when when Rose comes back? Is Kemba just back to the bench? Who the fuck gives a shit? He he, be just, gone. That's, he, he doesn't need to play Kemba. So he's back. Has to he the been bench playing thing. well enough to play? No, no. He, I'm not saying yeah. I'm not arguing that. I'm just so I guess he's going back to the bench. So then, who's the point guard? Then is it is it Burks or is it Derrick Rose? I I don't see him putting Derrick Rose in the starting lineup. Well, according to Craig, a few minutes ago, Kemba's gone. By February tenth, anyway. He will be but the gone. thing is, do you get a point guard in return that's serviceable that can step what? in the starting lineup, or is not that that's not even no, what you're looking there's for? There's no way, Derek. You're not getting Rose. it just for Kemba. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, Derek Rose. That's your starting point guard. And if it's not, you'll see how horrible it turns out. I can't believe you guys want to keep rolling with Kemba Walker. I didn't necessarily say that. I just don't see Derek Rose being the starter. Who do you? So IQ. I, Honestly, with the way Thibodeau is, I see I see Burks. Not don't predict what Thibodeau's going to do. What do you What do you think should be done? You're it the head coach of this team. It does done. matter. You're the head coach of this team. What Stop would, saying what, would you what do? Thibodeau would do. I think there's a there's a great chance Thibodeau does what you guys are saying. Of course, it's fucking Thibodeau. We started Alfred Payton the entire season last year. It made no sense. But if you were the coach right now, you what would you do? Who are you starting at point guard with a, with all your point guards healthy? Truthfully, no. With Derrick Rose back, I, I I'd have Burke starting at the point and leave Rose coming off the bench with quickly and Toppin and Grimes. There you have it. I just Barry. think that second unit works just really well. You guys, want to hear the rest of the voicemails? Mm. Why not? It's Doctor Dickey up in this bitch. Let's fucking go. Yo, it's Dr. Dickey. Look, I'm three minutes into the latest episode. Uh, I think it's number 18 this season. Look, this is ridiculous. Fuck YouTube for banning you guys. Well, not banning you, but like saying you curse too much. That's ridiculous. I don't care what Barry and Jay say. Craig, you have been my, uh, my recent favorite again. You know, I yes. told you. Very well for a hot minute. You know what it be. You said you said it. You said it. You said it. I come back around. You damn right. Don't fucking change. The cursing makes it legit. Okay. If you can't be on YouTube, don't be on fucking YouTube. I'm being real. Fuck YouTube. Also, I've been meaning to check out the YouTube page. I actually haven't gotten to it. <laughs> I still have no idea what y'all look like. Fucking, I swear to God, Blanderson looks like some old school Italian mob movie cast. Like, he's got a limited scene. He's under six foot. 
definitely over 270. You know, like, that's what I feel that Brandy looks like. I, I, there's this, like, generic actor I have in my brain that I can't place, but, dude, hey, I'm going to keep listening to the episode. Please, if YouTube says fuck y'all, then fuck them back and you keep doing you. Apple Podcasts is letting this shit play out because they think you don't. Obviously. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Blandy, stand up. In case Dr. Dickey wants to watch the show, show, show everyone your body. Come on. You're not, you're not, <laughs> not showing my body. I'm not 270. 270 pounds. He's, he's about 100 pounds off, but you know. Yeah. He's, Blandy is over six feet tall and he is three under 270. No. <laughs> he's about Imagine. six foot nine. Yeah, no. I, I, Would you say I 370, I, Barry? Yeah, I said I it's 100 I pounds off. He's 370. <laughs> no, uh, give or take a foot. Right. I'd give a I'd give a leg for five foot nine, <laughs> let alone six foot nine. I think I think this is Doctor Dickey again, but I love fucking Doctor Dickey. I think that's why I am his favorite once again. <laughs> All right, Doctor Dickey, twenty minutes in, Blandy, fine. You don't like my name? I don't know why though. My last name is literally Dickie, and I told you episodes ago. A former boss of mine nicknamed me. Doc. Wait, so hold on. Did he had he said originally that his last name was Dickie? No, he never said no, that. No, he just I don't said know. that. I think so. No, see, he just said that a boss named him that. See, that changes things. I thought like he was just calling himself Dickie, or somebody was calling him Dickie. I mean, if that's his name, that's his name. Doctor Dickie, and it was a nickname that stuck. You what I hate. Go ahead and hey, Barry, I am super annoying. You are so not wrong. I am like literally one of the most annoying people ever. So don't hate you for having that opinion. Uh, but I am, it's something I'm definitely trying to work on. I deeply love this podcast, though. It's very endearing. Just give us more content, please. Once a week. Oh, my God. I am just like on pins and needles for six days. This is ridiculous. All right, Craig Beasy. All y'all Beasy. Well, how aware of that? You know, he he realizes he's an annoying person. The first step to solving that problem is admitting you got one, so. I wish Blandy would admit to his inability to do the news segment. But he's convinced he does it great every week. But if you just knew... I didn't say I do it great. I'm just giving the news. I'm just doing what I've been asked to do. Like, you call me Blandy for a reason. So I don't know, like, what kind of... That is true. Like, what are you looking for? I don't know what to tell you. I know you guys had some questions about whether my wife watches the game. How come this is Listen, pause it. Pause it. Ralph made it into the voicemails because it's it's really not related to a game. He's just he's allowed to call in with a regular voicemail. Okay, I think so we, we owe that to <laughs> him. Janie, right? right? Janie is his wife's name? Blaney's yes. like, what the fuck is Ralph doing in the main voicemail section? <laughs> what are you doing here now? He's got a separate one labeled Ralph. That's why. So, like, oh, I, all right, yeah. Well, that's how I always do it. You're okay. not used to it by now. No, I know. No, Ralph has. There's another one that's labeled Ralph, and that's then there's the this montage one. that we okay. always play. Right. We do it the same way every week, Blandy. There's just the Ralph montage, though. Usually, there's no separate Ralph email uh, voicemails. Okay. All right, <laughs> Barry. Is this hard right, to understand? No, I feel I actually consider myself lucky that I get more Ralph this episode. Yeah, more Ralph. This is a little Ralph I know insight. I you guys had some questions about whether my wife watches the games with me all the time. Well, basically, when she's here, she watches the games. Uh, there are some times when she goes out and does other things. Oh, but okay. uh, basically, I wanted to have a den and get and have another TV, but she wanted us to watch one TV. So when I'm here, the baseball basketball games are on and uh she's here watching them with me uh our first dates uh i take her out to pizza and we'd watch the games things like that so she wasn't a nick fan when i met her but uh she buried into it interesting well well now i want to know what she's doing gallivanting when you're watching the knicks games and she's out at night eight o'clock nine o'clock at night on the town now I need to know they? that. Where are they again? Virginia. You don't like West that, Virginia? Barry? You don't like that she's going out at night while Ralph is I don't watching. like that she's gallivanting. 
You don't think no. she should be? She's not allowed to go out of the house. During she games. could go out of the house, but where's she going? Like I mean, these games night. start. You're late. talking about seven thirty at night. <laughs> what do you? Th- <laughs> he can't. His wife isn't allowed to leave the house unless he's talking on? about she's out like, like they're on a West Coast time. swing, and it's ten o'clock at you know. And he, what he wanted to get a second TV. But she wouldn't allow it. So now he's stuck. It sounds she, like Ralph put, is like she would she allow it. Down. So now I, he's stuck watching the games. I don't think he's stuck though. But if he was really she stuck, she wouldn't let down. him watch. You know what he wants to watch. But it sounds like whenever there's a Knicks game on, he can he can watch. He's got sole control of that TV. <laughs> he gets a side of Janie with it. That's all. <laughs> I, I I sense a little bit, and I think it's totally normal when you're married. There's a little bit of annoyance there. I wanted that other TV. <laughs> I mean, I really fucking wanted it. Now I got Janie sitting over she, here on the couch. She told me no. She told me no. I'm barking. She's fucking meowing. <laughs> <laughs> Janie, I need another TV. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ralph. All right. Uh, here we go. Murder Jim Quimby from California. Got a new team. Oh, no. Is this enough? It's a hot mix life. Living is your life. It's a hot mix life. Waiting on them wings. Waiting on them wings. It's a hot mix life. When the game is your wife. It's a hot mix life. Waiting for them wings. It's a hot mix life. It's a hot mix life. It's a hot mix life. Oh, be coming. Listen, there's something there, man, but I do not know <laughs> for the second week in a row. I can't make out anything in that song. Except for the Obi Toppin at the end. <laughs> and I mean, I can't tell if he's like slapping his knees or if that's like porn on in the background and you just hear in the you know that's just the, the the clapping that ass is clapping you know what i mean i don't i don't yeah. know what that is <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard next life <laughs> it's a hard next life he's he's, he's either <laughs> clapping his knees or he's making somebody's ass clap it's one of the two and uh. i just don't know which one <laughs> I don't know if maybe if one of our talented musicians wants to remake that song with <laughs> actually with lyrics that we can actually make out some of the words I'd love to hear it does he not have any instruments at all like there's got to be something that he could even just like a drum kit or something I would just move your hand away from your mouth or whatever you're doing <laughs> to make it sound so that we can't differentiate words between other words I think would help but it's feeling like it's becoming a regular thing and I'm a little nervous about it you know (laughs) (laughs) is that the last voicemail yeah other than the Ralph montage guys we got a new ad to talk about this week Masterworks I don't know what it it is so I'm gonna learn right now they're sponsoring Ralph they are sponsoring Ralph okay All right, Ralph you earned it All right. They want to help you get that second TV in the house, all right? It doesn't sound like a money issue. It sounds like a Janie issue, but maybe you can, maybe you can like bribe your wife to get a second TV. All right, what I'm about to say might shock you, but the greatest QB of all time is not just a goat on the field. He's a goat when it comes to investing too. He invests in stocks, crypto, and even art. Now you can invest like the goat with Masterworks. Masterworks is the investing platform that lets you buy shares representing an investment in art from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol. In fact, early investors already received over 30% IRR 2020 and 2021 from the sale of two paintings, guys. Shit. Wow. Fuck it. Hey, wait. That's... That's a lot. I think that's a lot. Take that for data. (laughs) Boom. God damn. This is is your opportunity to join 300,000 other members and invest like the GOAT. Get priority access with their game day promo. Go to masterworks.art slash B-L-E-A-V. That's masterworks.art slash B-L-E-A-V. See important disclosures at masterworks.slash. 
O slash disclaimer? <laughs> All right, guys. I mean, are they not that allowed to say? Get you to go are they, to masterworks? Are they I not allowed to mention does. this quarterback's name because they didn't get like approval? So they just got to refer to him as a goat. But like, they're not allowed or, to say it. Are they talking about Jimmy Garoppolo? They are, right? <laughs> Who's the goat right now? They're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. I know it. Are they saying Tom Brady uses masterworks? You, well, you can't say that. It sounds like it sounds like you can't say that. <laughs> it sounds like they want to say that, but they can't say that. I don't know, man. Over thirty percent IRR twenty twenty. Oh, that's awesome. And twenty twenty one. Sick. What the fuck is IRR? IRR interest rate revenue. All right, guys, you should go to it. Anyway, Internal rate of return. Okay. Mm. All right, we ready for the Ralph montage now? Here we go. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, before the next Bucks game, wanted to let you all know that as late as this game is, I may not be able to make it through the whole thing. Oh. I may end up watching the majority of it tomorrow. Us old guys have trouble staying up late. We'll see what happens. <laughs> We lost him. Alf. Hello? You think Janie's watching the Nick game while he's snoring? Maybe. She could be. I no, she it. probably changed it to something else. After one with Milwaukee. Hello, Janie. Hello. <laughs> Nick's battle back. They're down by just four right now. Halftime. Well, we lost. I stayed up for it, kind of. Uh, Napped a little bit. I woke him up. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. It's this good, is Ralph before the Knicks versus the Kings. Let's get this one, guys. Hopeful, but no guarantees. Knicks by 10 in the first quarter. Looking good. Knicks, <clears throat> Knicks by 18 after three. Knicks win. Knicks win. Knicks blow out the Kings. Okay. Couldn't even give Evan Fournier a shout out after that first quarter. <laughs> Sixteen point first quarter. You, you don't even mention it. Dude. I think Ralph is Ralph, losing you're slipping. some steam. Yeah, you're slipping you're a little bit. Fifty-one games in. You know, it's like you're. He's uh, he's like phoning it in, right? Is that the expression? I mean, you've you've yes, asked for a be, lot, and Gary. he's literally phoning it in. How long has he been doing this? He's he's required now. He feels required, even on a night where he can't stay awake. Janie is is. Whatever, hitting him, waking him up to watch the game so he can call into this fucking show. You think that's the only reason why he stayed up for the game was so that way he could do this for us? He wasn't doing this before, and now Barry is required. He's, Barry has talked about how disappointed he is in Ralph yeah, for these nights when he doesn't he give, watched, give enough calls during the he game. He could have watched the second half the next day like I did, and you know, and, and the, the call, he still could have called in. It didn't have to be live. Yeah, well, he can. That's true, Saturday Ralph. Night, right? Ralph, you might not realize this, but... We only record this show once a week, so we can edit your shit together whenever you send it. You can <laughs> you even just take notes and do it after account. the game. You don't even have to do it during the game. We'll figure it out. Yeah, so next time, Janie, just let him sleep. Just, you know? Let yeah, him just sleep. go, Janie, go do your thing. You know, <laughs> let Ralph sleep. Yeah, change the you channel. Put on Hallmark. <laughs> Hallmark. Go about your life. Leave the house. Go out in the town, whatever you do. Those nights when you're not watching the game with Ralph. No sleep. <laughs> right. You all hear that music. It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. Who has already warned us there is not a lot of news this week. No. No, there is not. But you know what there is, Blandy. What is there? There's a new crumb cake of the month. Yes, I know. Clarkson that Avenue. I... Crumb cake company who is changing... The crumb cake game. This is one part of the show where we don't usually have to pick Landy up. You're bringing it tonight, right? I I plan on it, yeah. Hit that sexy fucking music. Food and sex. Those are my two passions. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I was worried that they weren't going to have the new one up, but it was up even before we hit midnight here, so. The February crumb cake of the month now i mean what makes this even more exciting is clearly february with valentine's day is a month oh, yeah. for love for lust <laughs> for 
sex. For fucking crumb cakes. For all that sensual stuff. The crumb cake of the month this month is the cookies and cream. Barry, is it just me? Is it just me or does Blandy like... Since we've changed his music, he looks sexy when he's doing this ad read. Have you noticed that? Oh, I appreciate that. He's got that sexy look. Yeah, he's got a glow. Yeah, like his mouth. No, I think I that's focus. just my oily skin, the glow. Just the, my oily skin. Well, anyway, back to the cream. The mm. cookies and cream. What you have here is a chocolate cake that is topped with a homemade cream and Oreo cookie crumbs. This is as chocolate as you can get. And that cream, just if you look at the picture on the website, I know like we've joked in the past about saying how it oozes out, but if you look at that picture, it is literally oozing out of the side of that cake. So if you're looking to get your wife, to get your husband all hot and bothered on Valentine's Day, then you need to get your hands on this cake. Because if you get your hands on this cake, you will be getting your hands on something else not long afterwards. What does that mean exactly? You're just winging it right now, I think. But what do you... (laughs) I mean, what do you mean? You, <laughs> if you get mean? that cake, you're going to get some from your wife or girlfriend or boyfriend That's or whatever? That's what it means. Why? Because they had some or... Yeah. It gets you going? What you know, you're ruining it by asking me to explain <laughs> I think people in the know know what I'm talking about. You want to get your lady, your man into bed? You buy them one of these cakes. That's all I'm going to say. From holiday gift boxes to their world-famous Crumpkins, they even have a Crumb Cake of the Month subscription you get for three, six, or 12 months. Go to ClarksonHaveCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNIXLIFE for 23% off your order. And like Mitchell Robinson likes to say, fuck it. <laughs> All right, so here we go. It's been a, a, you know, a, a light news week. Uh, few things really quickly. Apparently the Kings have decided to call off their efforts to pursue Ben Simmons with the the Sixers. I guess they weren't really getting anywhere, so they said no. Who knows what happens with Ben Simmons. He might end up sitting out the entire season. A couple of injury highlights or just, you know, updates. Uh, LeBron has missed the last three games with some swelling in his knee, flew back to LA to get some treatment. Um, Shea Gilgis Alexander is sidelined for at least three weeks until after the break with an ankle injury. Bradley Beal hurt his wrist and is going to miss the next couple of games. And Jazz six-man Joe Ingles tore the ACL in his left knee the other day. Obviously, will be out for the rest of the season. Um, we had talked earlier in the year about how Michael Porter was out for the season. The Nuggets were just uh, – they just received a disabled player exception – Worth about two point seven million dollars, which maybe will give them a little, you know, space cap space for making a move at the, at the, um, at the break, you know, before the deadline, or maybe I guess to to bring in a, a buyout candidate, you know, from somebody else. So we'll see. And speaking then about the, the Jazz and that that injury, going back a little bit, what's that? We've never talked about the Donovan Mitchell stuff. No, right. Because about it's, these rumors of happen, him, like it happens every away. year, right? Yeah. What do you think? He's just still in concussion protocol right now, and I think some fans think that he wants out, so they're just keeping him out right now through the trade deadline. But he's been in this concussion protocol for a while. Anything to that, or or you, it's just every season it's a, the same thing with Don. I can't Mitchell. see it happening, but hey. Ma- I mean, is the Joe Ingles thing enough of a catalyst where if it wasn't going to happen, now something's going to happen? Because, I mean, they had a hard road through the playoffs as it is. I mean, they do every year. They're always in contention. And they're they, always a the great four, team. I think they're the fourth seed, right? Yeah. Right now? But now with, you know, Ingles is a big part of that team. So now with him out, yeah, is there more reason for them to say, screw it, let's break it up and let's see what we get for, for, for Mitchell? I mean, Damn. It's interesting. No, it's just I interesting. Think, he's been I, I, out. Think it's, I think it's a waste of time talking about it, which is essentially why we haven't talked about it. Sorry, Blandy. 
Okay, don't worry about it. Don't you worry. And the last thing is the uh, all-star starters were renamed Team Durant and Team LeBron. Uh, Durant, obviously, he's not playing in the all-star game. Um, and for your Eastern starters, it's Durant, uh, Giannis, DeMar DeRozan, Embiid, and Trey Young. And then on LeBron's team, it's him, John Morant, first-time all-star Andrew Wiggins, Steph Curry, and uh, Jokic. And then the, the reserves will be, you know, uh, I think later on this week or next week, they'll, they'll be they'll be named. But uh, yeah, I went looking for salacious stuff again. I cannot find anything good. There's just nothing. <laughs> it's just all about NBA players with random Instagram models who have no clue who they are. It's just, it, it sucks. I want something good. I want something juicy. There hasn't been anything in a while. Wasn't there something about Shaquille O'Neal being um, offered money to punch Charles Barkley in the face? But uh, that's the way the basketball bounces. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnicksife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnicksife, Barry at Barry Dworkin, Blandy at Blandy Hooper, and you can call us at 516 mesh one with your comments, your questions, your thoughts on the Knicks anytime. 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 It. Anytime. I was going to say anywhere. Oh, shit, but I forgot to Ralph, anytime. anytime. <laughs> Doesn't have to be during the game. Right. Your wife is out gallivanting at night. You're all alone. Pick up the phone. <laughs> You're upset about the second TV? that word there. Upset about the second TV? Call us. Talk to us about it. Sounds like there's something there. Janie, you want to call us when you're gallivanting? <laughs> 516-33-MESH-1. <laughs> Remember to leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you listen to the show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Blandy, what's the upcoming schedule? What do we got? Upcoming schedule. It is not It is not easy, that's for sure. You got Morant and uh, Memphis on Wednesday. And then we go west. Oh, Jesus, look at that. Saturday the 5th at uh, the Lakers. And then Win. the following week, Utah, Denver, Golden State, and Portland. So good, good luck with, with that. Um, it might be a while before we win another game, boys. It might. Yeah, the it might bookends of that road trip aren't so bad. The Lakers and the uh, Blazers. We might not win another game until Valentine's Day. And Ralph, we're all fucking old as shit, so there's a good chance we're not going to stay awake, and we're going to be watching the next oh, yeah. day. So don't there's feel no like way. you have to. There's, yeah, there's, there's no way. My, I hate. Uh, I hate this part of the season every year. Oh, it's, it's horrible. That's what a DVR is for, man. It's what a DVR is for. Yep. Yeah, but then they play the next night, and then sometimes they got back-to-back nights uh, on the uh, West Coast. Yeah. It's brutal. <laughs> it's horrible. And if we're not winning on years when we're losing, and this is when all the all the European Nick fans come out and they say and and they give us sure. a hard time about it because they deal with this all season long. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to hear it. Okay. When you're getting blown out night after night, and the games are starting at ten. <laughs> a hard fucking next life harder than usual all right guys until next time it is a hard nicks life it's a hard nicks life thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.